Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless, like a dog on a bone. We got gas in the tank to go all night. We got gas in the tank to go all night. Relentless, we don't walk alone. Relentless, it's time to get to work now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's week two of the 2021 season. I'm your host, Kyle Bennon, joining me each and every week, as he always does, the namesake of the show, Coach Dan Russo. Coach, how we doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, how you doing? Hanging in there, you know. It's, a, it's another week. Uh, we had a good home turnout for the home opener, which we'll get into uh, that entire game, and we'll also preview this week's game against Lenape. Um, but first uh, home game of the season ends up in a loss 1913, but it was a very competitive game down the stretch. What did you take away from uh, last Friday night's game against Clearview? Yeah, you know, I was proud of the kids. They finished strong. They didn't quit. You know, we had a chance to tie it up at the end there, and it just, you know, we just ran out of time, but the kids uh, battled back. Um, I was very proud of them, the staff and I. And, um, you know, we're going to build on that. We saw some positive things. You know, we have overall a young team. We have a lot of sophomores playing, um, a lot of juniors. And we even have some freshmen playing. So um, we're going to keep building, you know, get back on track. Um, You know, we have a good mix here. We've got, you know, some really good seniors um, we're going to win some football games we play like that. So we're going to continue to work hard. We had a good practice yesterday. Um, you know, offense started to sustain some drives. I was I was happy with that. Defense started to get some big stops. And, um, you know, special teams showed some improvement, but we had a few mistakes. So, um, you know, we're going to correct them and just keep building. And, um, you know, the focus now is Lenape. Uh, first two weeks, those two games are behind us. You know, we're going to focus on Lenape. You know, they're coming off a tough, tough game against Cherokee, who looks very, you know, very good. And, um, you know, we're playing a, an elite schedule. Every week's going to be a dogfight here. And, um, you know, we're going to put the work in. We're going to go up to Lenape and, you know, give them the best game we can. It was kind of a tale of two halves for you guys against Clearview. First half, not a lot of offense happening. Defense was, you know, kind of carrying things, limiting them to seven points. But then, you guys come out and put uh, both of your touchdowns up in the second half. What was the message to the team in the locker room to say, like, hey, like, we're still in this. We're only down one touchdown. We can still win this game uh, if we can execute. Yeah, that was the message exactly, you know. Basically, it was one nothing. You know, football, obviously, touchdowns and PAT got seven. But it was basically one nothing at the half. Defense had a big, you know, defensive stand. We had a breakdown on a punt where um, the guy on the edge came untouched. Got a clear shot at our punter and blocked it. That was a momentum shifter, but, um, you know, we're going to fix those things. We reviewed it in film, talked to some players about, you know, their responsibilities and how they got to communicate. And I don't care if, you know, they call out who they're blocking. You just got to block them. The kid came off the corner untouched, clean shot. And, um, you know, they scored off that punt. So in the first half, that was, you know, a game changer. That, that it's, it's a catastrophic mistake. We got to correct those. Uh, second half, you know, came came back, you know, played tough, 
and like I said, at the end of the, at the end of the game, we had a chance to tie it, maybe even go up and win it. So um, we're going to build on that. We're going to build on the positive. We're going to keep building. And, um, you know, like I said, new opponent this week, quick turnaround. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, getting back on track. Is it something in a sense like mentally for you guys now that you finally got those first points of the season on the board too, that that monkey's kind of off of your back. It's a weight lifted off your shoulders. You can just go out and play freely. You're not worrying about, you know, we got to score. We haven't scored all season. Like we got to get points on the board. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we've had a few kids nicked up. Um, hoping to get them back soon. Uh, one player in particular that was coming back off an injury who I thought played very well and showed a lot of improvement was our right guard, Patrick Gilbert. Um, he's only a sophomore, second year playing football, um, real good kid, uh, worked hard in the offseason, extremely strong, he's got a good frame on him. Um, he, he did very well, so he's getting back, he's getting his reps, that's going to help our offensive line. Um, a few other linemen have been nicked up, unfortunately, you know, Ryan Fennell got injured, he's been another big part of our you know, offense and defensive line, you know, I'm going to miss him. He's a great kid. He's another one that worked hard. And, um, you know, like I tell the kids, it's, you show compassion, your teammates get, you know, nicked up and possibly can't play, but it's, you know, you have to think about this sport and what it's all about. And it's got to be about, you know, the next guy up, you have to step up and you got to, you know, do your best to hurt, you know, help the team. I tell them all the time that, you know, Tom Brady was a backup in the beginning with the Patriots when they had uh, Drew Bledsoe and um, he weighed his time, weighed his time. And I look who he is. He's best quarterback of all time in the NFL. So when your number's called, you got to know what you're doing. So what that means is a practice. If you're not getting the physical reps, as many as the, as the first or second guy up there, you know, you got to make sure you're taking mental reps. So when we need to make that change, you're on board what we're doing. So, um, it's a big part of, uh, you know, contact sports. You just have to be prepared because, you know, you're week to week. It's a, it's a tough sport. Like I said, we're playing a, um, an elite schedule, some of the best teams in South Jersey every week. And, um, you know, you just got to put the work in and battle. And you bring up Fennel. Is there an update on his injury? I know he went into the tent and after, uh, he got checked up in there, he was on crutches at the end of the game. Is every, how's everything checking out with him so far? Yeah, we're going to see, he's still talking to some doctors and um, it's a leg issue. So, you know, we're going to um, deal with that a week at a time and um, you, know, you never know. Hopefully we can get him back. You talked about the offensive line too, getting some pieces back. That second half, it, it really turned around and the offensive line looked like uh, a cohesive, you know, in-tap unit. They really worked well together down the stretch, especially in that fourth quarter. What did you see from the offensive line from, week one against Ocean City and improvements against Clearview. Yeah, well, the offensive line as a whole, um, I look forward to seeing them grow as a group. They're going to get better every week. Like I said, the majority of them are sophomores, a couple juniors. They've got um, – they're extremely smart. They've got some really good size. They're learning. You know, every week they face a different front usually. They're learning their blocking assignments. Um, they're engaging well. And they're starting to drive, you know, the opponent, like stick with your blocks. Like sometimes kids think that initial contact is all we need. You need more than that. So, you know, they're learning as they go. 
Uh, last year was a tough year. Didn't get many JV games. Had no freshman games because uh, all the issues going around. But um, we were limited last year in our games. But, you know, each week all you can ask for as a coach is to uh, see improvement. And uh, as a whole, that group definitely improved. There's a lot of, you know, I'm not saying by any means that we're done, you know, with that group as far as they're, they're where they need to be. We need to continue to um, work hard with them as, as a staff. Um, they're great kids. A lot of them are very smart. Um, no issues at all, no baggage. They're a good group. And like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing them grow each year. And then on the, the flip side, the defense early on in the game and then going into halftime, they get that big monster play, kind of shifts some momentum around. What did you see from the defense as well? It seemed like they were playing with a bit of a swagger. They they played with some confidence as the game continued to roll on. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we made we made some changes after a scrimmage. Putting um Deshaun Winchester at uh, free safety is, is uh was a a really good move for us um coach Vizo had the um idea initially and um it was a great uh, suggestion um i think it helped us back there he's got elite speed so if someone does get by the sa- uh, first or second level he's he's waiting for him so he's he can he'll be saving um saving us a lot in his position and you know he, he's another one he's very smart does real good in school um, he's got elite speed. You never hear anything but positive things out of him. He's just, he's a, he's a really great kid. He's gotten better every year. Um, and like I said, that's all you can ask for, you know, as a coach in my position is to see that growth and to see, you know, him get better. And, and in my opinion, he'll, uh, he'll be able to play in college. I've heard back from, you know, some college coaches and, um, with his elite speed, that's what they're looking for. They want, fast kids that are smart that not only can run fast but can uh, think fast as well and he he checks all the boxes so that was a that was a good move for us it leveled us out you know the backers are playing well corners are doing a nice job um d-line's getting better um focused on telling them you know play your gaps not to overrun things so like our defensive line are shooting too, too fast forward down the field or up the field and um, going past the running backs. You know, you got to throttle down, protect your gaps, make plays, keep your head up, it's, you know, help the defense. So they're, they got better last week as well. So, you know, it's a long season. we got a lot of football left. Um, like I, I've said multiple times, we're just going to keep – working our tails off here, the staff and the players. And, you know, we're going to win some games here. Deshaun was a, a name we called a number of times up in the booth on Friday night. And another name who seemed to be in on every tackle uh, was Billy Davis. And he just continues to be a force at that linebacker position, makes his presence known. Uh, what did you see from Billy as he just continued to, you know, go out and make tackles left and right and seem like, his name was in our mouths almost every single play when the defense was out there. Yeah, not only does he make plays, but they're um, highlight reels, and he made some excellent plays, and he's lightning fast, he's strong, he makes uh, 
nice tackles. Um, all I can say is for some of our opponents, when they face us, they better buckle up their uh, chin strap, make sure their pads are on tight because he's, he's bringing it. He definitely lays the wood. He's uh, one of our hardest hitters, and um, he's gotten better every year too. I'm proud of Billy. Um, another great kid, works hard, and, um, you know, he's more of a defensive guy, but he's helping us out with the offense as well because he had some incredible – blocks as well sometimes you don't see those as much you know as a fan or even as a broadcaster but i'm telling you when you watch the film he's he's bringing it so like i said message out there to you know, our opponents listen just make sure you buckle up your chin strap because he's he's bringing it and then uh both touchdowns in this game scored by your son daniel russo uh scores his first touchdown of his varsity career he seemed you know, in that second half, he seemed like he was playing, you know, one step ahead of the defense, had his head on a swivel and was was making plays to, you know, extend drives and, and really help in this offense. Uh, what did you see from his performance first time at Catone Stadium in a varsity uniform? And uh, how did how to feel seeing him score his first touchdown? Yeah, you know, that, it's great and everything, but, you know what was going through my head is we needed more scores and I was looking at the clock the whole time and whatever we have to do to score, whoever you just have to take what the defense gives you. And that's what we try to, you know, do our best with. So whatever the defense is giving you at the time, you know, you try to take advantage of it. They, um, we flexed them out. You know, their linebackers were spread out and there was one backer there. And we felt like our, what gave us the best opportunity to score at that given time was uh, just a quarterback sneak. It was clean, got big guys up front, no pulling, no trapping, just straight up blocking and just cue sneak in there and drive the, you know, the defense back into the end zone like we did. So I, you know, I like the calls. We have uh, Coach Volpe and Coach Heck up there discussing plays. Obviously, I'm on the headset as well with the offense and defense. And um, I thought they were both, you know, good calls on his touchdowns. Um, as you saw, Ann Arthur had a really great run to get us in, in that opportunity to two score. He's uh, improving. He's our workhorse. He did a great job as well. He's gotten better every year. Real proud of him. Um, you know, as far as the quarterback position goes or any skilled position there, you have to um, adapt and see what works and what's not going to work. So you're going to have to make quicker decisions. If every game's different, but when teams blitz you or they're getting penetration, you have to learn how to get creative in the pocket. As a running back, you got to do your best to find the alley. And, um, you know, the offensive line's doing the best they can. It's a chess match. Sometimes the defense is going to be called perfect, and they're going to call the right blitz, and they're going to be unaccounted for. It's just football. It is what it is. Um, sometimes we're going to block it perfect, and our skilled players are going to take uh, advantage of that. So it's football. It's a chess match. You know, offensive line is getting better every week. They're doing the best they can. But as far as, you know, the receivers and the um, the backs, they have to adapt. Like I said, each game is going to be different. You're going to be facing different types of schools with different types of skill sets. And you just have to do your best to adapt and um, find out what works. And I think in the second half, we kind of found out what worked. They had a really good defensive end. Number 66, I'm still having nightmares about that kid. I saw him on film. He's big, he's fast, he's smart. He made a lot of plays, even on the backside. He was, um, my opinion, he's 
I'll be telling some scouts about him when they come down to ask me who's good in South Jersey. That kid, in my opinion, could play Division One football. He was a very good football player. Uh, he gave us fits all game, trying to run away from him, hard to run at him. You know, he was a very good football player. Um, I knew he was good by watching him on film, but seeing him in person, I even thought he was better. So um, he'll be getting a recommend recommendation from me. You know, when the college scouts come around and ask me, you know, who can play Division One football, that kid definitely can. So, you know, backs did a better job of blocking, too. We emphasized, you know, people always say, oh, the, the offensive line is doing this, they're doing that, they're not doing a good enough job. It's not always the offensive line. Um, when you have one running back running the ball, you got multiple receivers out there, other running backs that need to block and run through their their fakes. That's something we have to improve on that I talked to some individuals about. You can't run a motion, run, you know, three or four yards, and then turn around, look at the quarterback and running back, and the linebackers see you throttle down and look at where the ball's going. Those fakes are made for the running for the linebackers to take a couple steps with you so we can get those guys, you know, some positive yardage. Unfortunately, you know, I always tell the guys the little people think that's a little thing, but it's a it's definitely a big thing. But the little things take care of the big things. The little thing is doing your fakes right every play, no plays off, and then our plays will work better. And that's something, you know, I've talked to some individuals about and they agreed and they saw it on film as well. It's all about an open line of communication. And listen, the coaches are trying to get better. The players are trying to get better. All of us are trying to get better. And that's what it's about. Last bit on this game, just because there was a, a pretty fun mm -hmm. highlight real catch from a guy you recruited from the basketball team. James Hitchens Jr. makes that unbelievable catch. And I know uh, you you were definitely doing a happy dance internally, seeing him use his basketball skills to go up and get that ball. Uh, what did you make from you know just the catch and his performance on Friday night because it seems like he's getting better. He's getting it. He's building a, a rapport with Danny. And um, I think he's going to be one hell of a football player for this team. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a great catch. And then, um, which is number one. I always tell the guys the number one priority being a receiver is number one, you catch the ball. Anything after is extra. So he caught the ball and then the turf monster got him. So <laughs> I'm kidding with him. No, he did a great job. Um, he high points the ball. Dan's got the green light, you know, to throw it up there for him. He's jumping 10 foot seven, 10 foot eight. He's seven, eight inches over the rim. Like I said, he's a basketball player. He's a great athlete. He's going to continue to get better. He's learning the sport. He's he's finding out what works for him, too. And he's another one. He, he brings it every day at practice. He's very positive, um, great team player, and he, he just wants to win. And, you know, we're going to win some games here. Long season. He went up and made that catch, and, and me and Rich were at the booth and said, there's that rebounding ability. He he just jumped up and was not letting anybody touch that ball. Yeah, no doubt. And he, has, he definitely has the um, size and the jumping ability. You know, and he's got soft hands, so um, he's going to keep getting better. Real excited about him and his uh, progress. So going into this week, um, you guys get – you know, a, a Lenape team, like you said at the top of the show, they're coming off a tough loss uh, to Cherokee, 35 nothing last week. How has, uh, you know, this week of practice been? How was the film sessions to uh, kind of dive into, you know, the positives and negatives from last week and what you guys are trying to build towards as you hit the road uh, this week against Lenape? 
Yeah, it's been a productive week. Um, right starting Saturday, they get in the weight room, they get their lift in. Then Monday, um, we were here early. You know, everyone was off on Labor Day, but we had the kids come in. We were here for three hours, um, meeting, film, um, discuss uh, some things we're going to install this week as far as the game plan, and then uh, they get weights as well. So yesterday and then today we'll be in full. You know, there are long days. We're out there on our practice field over three hours putting in that work. And, um, you know, we'll have a walk through Thursday night. And then Friday, we're on our way to Len Lenape for a 7 o'clock kickoff. But the kids are putting in the work. Staff is putting in the work. Um, like you mentioned earlier, we competed with that team, Clearview. They've, they've definitely improved. Um, they're probably one of the best schools and uh, best programs in Group 4 right now. And, um, you know, we had an opportunity there to win it at the end and uh, came up a little short, ran out of, some, ran out of time. But we're going to focus on the positives and uh, we're going to build on those. You know, with a young group like this, there's going to be some ups and downs and um, we're going to build on the positive. And, you know, you emphasize performance in the classroom first and then obviously performance on the football field second. You guys starting school this week. What's the uh, the message to the guys, you know, keep focus on, you know, studying and, and keeping the, uh, the grades up as the, another school year starts for you guys. Yeah, no doubt. They've had, they've had a pretty nice, we were off the last two days. Um, they added some extra days off. So trying to take advantage of that, putting in some extra work, but I told them, you know, adjust your schedule because it's going to be six o'clock. You're waking up in the morning and you know, our days don't end until like six 30. So, going to be a long day for them. So nutrition is very important, hydration. Um, trainer Dave here spoke to the kids about that Saturday as well. That was part of our morning on Saturday and um, emphasized, you know, you got to have 10 to 12 glasses of water a day. It's very important. Try to stay away from, you know, the sugary drinks and um, fried food, things like that. So nutrition is very important here. And we're getting our, our uh, lifts in our in-season lifting we do a couple of days a week. So, um, you know, we got a good schedule here and the kids, like I said, are, are working hard. And at the end of the game, I just told them, you know, I was very happy with the effort at the end of the day as a coach, all you're looking for is a hundred percent effort. And, and they gave us everything they had. And, um, the staff and I were proud of them. Obviously you want to win on the scoreboard, but, with a schedule like ours, it's it's not easy. And um, you have to emphasize to them how much the effort means. And the effort definitely was there. Um, going to correct some things, going to work a little harder, and we're going we're gonna to win on the scoreboard as well. So you guys get this Lenape team. You guys head up there on Friday. Uh, what are some things that you've seen, you know, from their game last week that, you're looking matchup wise to to really capitalize on from what you guys have been able to improve on in practice this week and what you know you got, your guys are capable of. Yeah, well, first of all, um, they're an excellent program, and um, it's not going to be easy. It's a hostile environment. They got a lot of fans, a lot of kids. It's almost like a college atmosphere. We've played there a couple times. Came up a little short one time, um, but it's it's going to be. It's going to be a fun night. Um, it's a great atmosphere. Um, 
their fans, like I said, are like college fans. I saw them they got all kinds of signs and dressed up and they, they, you know, they take it serious. And, um, I'm, I've told the kids what the environment's like. Um, it's going to be packed. I think it's their first home game. So it's going to be, it's going to be an electric night. And, um, we just have to focus, be mentally tough, do our assignments, listen to the coaches, um, you know, and let's try to grind it out and get a win here. But they're well coached. They don't make mistakes. Um, smart kids had a lot of success in that program. Won a sectional championship a couple years ago. I know they did, and they've been close. They've been in the semis. They've been possibly in the finals as well. And, um, you know, it's not going to be easy, but – we're going to give it our best shot. We're going to go out there and um, do our best as a program to win the game. You know, these are uh, these away environments, too, obviously at Ocean City in Week Zero. But there was a, a combination of fans out there being, you know, an invitational-type atmosphere. But three out of your next four games are on the road. How do you guys, you know, kind of preach to the team to let them know, like, you got to block out the – the fans from the the opposing team and and not worry about going into those hostile environments and you just go and do your job. Yeah, you got to kind of tune it out. Um, fortunately for us, you know, with all fence, we're no huddle, so it doesn't the noise doesn't really affect our guys as much. So um, we should be fine with that. Um, yeah, you have to tune it out. Just focus in between the gridiron there, and. Um, do your assignments, nothing more, nothing less. Um, each play, you have to focus and just do what you do at practice and um, play like you practice. They've been practicing very well and just bring that to the bring that to the game, and I'm confident they will. You bring up the no huddle as well. Did you like what you saw uh, against Clearview and moving forward going with that no huddle approach? Yeah, no doubt. We're going to continue to do that. It works for us. For more than one reason and uh we'll just continue to do that you know it's a quick turnaround 25 seconds to run the play you got to make sure you're lined up ready to go so if we can take advantage of not going to huddle not break and not going back you know it helps us and then you know there's no outside interference so um it works for us coach volpe does an excellent job with it um fortunate to have coach viso on board doing a coach Schiff. and like i said we have coach heck up in the box our eye in the sky so we're going to do our best to uh, run plays that we think will work, uh, seeing what the defense gives us at that particular moment. And, you know, this Lenape team, it, it's rare for them to uh, lose a game like they did last week against Cherokee. But um, to go in, you know you're playing in a hostile environment. What are some things you're looking for from your offense, your defense, and special teams this week to go in and uh, play spoiler to their home opener? You know, just settle down, you know, know the different scenarios, you know, the little things like I, I told you about. You got to know, hey, you know, if it's third and long and you're a D lineman, don't worry about getting a quicker start. Worry about not jumping off sides. Be if, know the circumstances. Know how crucial moments you have to be prepared, not just physically but mentally, you got to know it's hey it's third and long the quarterback's going to try to draw me off sides, okay? And, and you no matter what I'd rather I've told him multiple times I'd rather you be late than early. 
especially in a scenario like that where we're most likely going to stop them. They're, they're catastrophic, catastrophic uh, mistakes that you just can't rebound from. You know, letting a guy off the edge untouched, taking a clear shot at your punter, that, that's just things that can't happen. They, they just can't. So, you know, we saw in film with Clearview, they like to, like, uh, do this just about like an onside kick, like a little squib kick, and I think my guys were well prepared and did an excellent job of that. They either fell on it or if they could get it cleanly, which I told them they could maybe try to get five, ten yards. So we watched the film. We know what they're doing. It's just you have to execute, and you can't make mental mistakes. And at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, the mental mistakes cost us that game, period. And that's you can't have them, especially catastrophic mental mistakes. We got receivers that jump off sides or false start, you know, for no reason. If you're a receiver, you're watching the ball. You don't even need to know the cadence. You watch the ball. We've said it hundreds of times. And unfortunately, you know, we're trying to draw clear view off sides, and um, we got a receiver that false starts. I mean, it just can't – things like that. That's just off the top of my head, those three things I'm telling you. I mean, there's more that more mistakes than that, but they're catastrophic. They, they're drive killers on offense, and they're drive extenders when the defense is out there. And in my going on nine years being here, that's the difference between winning and losing. And it was, again, the difference between winning and losing Friday night. So you got to be mentally tough in this sport, every sport for that matter. Who are some guys you're looking for uh, Friday night to really step up and, and play in a big way? I know we talked about James Hitchens last week, and he did just that. Uh, who are some guys you're really looking for to go out and make some plays against Lenape? Yeah, I'm looking, obviously, f- to see everyone keep growing and getting better. But specifically, you know, I'd like to see that offensive line get better this week again because, um, like I said, they're showing improvements. They're a great group. Um they're like sponges. They're just trying to absorb everything we tell them. And Coach Schiff's doing an excellent job. You know, like I said, they're young, but they're talented and they're getting better. So I'm looking to continue to see them do better because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are as a skilled player. If you don't have an offensive line that um, is cohesive and can, you know, block for you, you're not going to be successful. So the number one thing for offense, you know, we're looking um, for that offensive line to continue to grow. Special teams eliminates, you know, mistakes. I made some more changes this week. We're going to get it right. And uh, defensively, just, you know, keep doing what they're doing. Um, Continue to get better every week. Play fast. Play aggressive. And um, keep making plays. So hopefully we can put all three together. And before we get to our alumni segment, we always ask, is, is the uniform combo dialed in yet for Friday night as you guys hit the road against Lenape? You know, to be completely transparent here with you, we were going to rock the white helmets, but I see that they have white helmets, and I don't know if that'll be good for either <laughs> because it'll, uh, I think it'll blend a little too much. There could be a lot of interceptions, you know what I mean, because uh, the quarterbacks could see the same helmet. So I think the benefit – the game being played better on both sides. I think we'll probably go with the red and gray helmets and, uh, you know, we got to wear the white jerseys. We might rock the gray pants 
with some White Sox, stuff that is senior. So I think we might change it up, you know. Fortunately, um, we take care of our stuff here, the players, um, the maintenance department, myself, and um, we pride ourselves on that. So some of these uniforms, even though they look fairly new, you know, some of them have some some years on them, but we, we take care of them. And, um, you know, it's like you said, you got to look good and play good, right? Exactly. And uh, one last thing, too, before the alumni segment, uh, very classy move, being able to uh, make the donation to Clearview as well with everything going on with the tornadoes that hit. Um, saw that on social media, and I know a bunch of Clearview people were tweeting about it, and a bunch of uh, you know news outlets uh, projected that message out there, and they seemed very appreciative of uh, the donations that were made Friday night. Yeah, um, it's a great idea. Um, Dr. Sneathan reached out to me. She's our assistant um, superintendent here. She, um, you know, mentioned it, and um, I spoke to my athletic director, Donnie Robbins, and he was like, that's a great idea. Let me see what we can do. And, you know, Donnie put that together and um, was able to get approval for that with, you know, everyone in district. And, um, you know, obviously it's going to take them some time, that, that community, to uh, build their homes back. But any little thing we can do to contribute and help them, you know, Coach Scanlon's a real good guy. He thanked us, and um, they're going to utilize those funds to help the people that need it. So, um, yeah, it was a good thing. I wish we could do more, but, um, you know, we're happy to do it. Saw a few other schools get involved in that as well. So, whole, uh, you know, South Jersey community rallying around Clearview in their time of need was uh, pretty cool to see. Um, and hopefully everybody in Clearview is uh, – you know, getting in that step in the right direction to getting back to uh, some normalcy as well. Uh, but the alumni, Coach Russo, I know you had to be uh, enjoying, you know, as a fan, what uh, Rutgers was able to do to Temple and seeing uh, Isaiah get into the end zone and, and Rutgers coming away with a big-time win against Temple last week. Yeah, it was awesome. And, um, you know, I was nervous because on the Big Ten Network, it had that the game was on. Then I see Nebraska and <laughs> – to have Fordham. What is going on here? So then a little thing came underneath, and fortunately I have Apple TV at my house, and um, I was able to get that app, and it popped right on. I was like, phew, because I was looking so forward to seeing that. Um, yeah, what an awesome game. Um, I, I'm real happy for Isaiah and uh, Tyreem, two awesome, two awesome kids that are um, taking advantage of – the momentum that that program has now, and they're they're going to be, they're just going to keep getting better. I mean, Coach Sean is doing an excellent job. Um, he's got a lot of support there, huge fan base. Everybody's excited about Rutgers football. They keep those Jersey kids. Rutgers is going to be playing for a national championship. Yeah, I mean the way that the uh, the Big Ten started off for uh, you know week one of the college football season, who's to say Rutgers isn't in that Big Ten championship game? They they look like the most complete team out of all the Big Ten teams. Yeah, they're exciting to watch, too. Um, what a, what a difference um last couple of years have made, and um, it's really nice to see. And like, we, like I said, I'm real happy for Isaiah and Tyreem. Um, they were committed to staying home and playing for their – home state school and um you know it's starting to turn 
have you been able to talk to uh, any of the other guys we've mentioned either, you know, last week or over the years alumni wise? I know their seasons have gotten underway as well. Any updates on any of the other guys? Yeah, we got a bunch of kids playing. You know, we got some kids playing at uh, Del Val and Kane. And um, Del Val, we got Barry Turner and Conrad Jackson, and they faced Kane, where we have uh, Kent, uh, Tony, uh, Pal, uh, Tyrese Powell, um, you know, Brooms there. And um, Del Val really took it to him. <laughs> it's like 50 something to seven. I was shocked. Oh, man. Because um, Kane is very good, so I can't imagine. Um, what uh, what Del Val's like, and then we have Dutcher at Monmouth. They had a tough one, lost a close one. I think the Middle Tennessee State, at least the last I saw, it looked like they're. I, I think I fell asleep during the end of it, but um, yeah. And we got Davon Seymour and Wanye playing at Sussex County, which is a JUCO school. So um, yeah, we have a lot of guys out there playing some college football, and I know I'm probably forgetting a few, but it's trying to keep track of him. You know, Noah's trying to get healthy. He's still a buck now. So it's nice to see. Oh, yeah. we have, um, we've got Henry Garten also at Alvernia and Shane Ecker. So they're still playing college football too. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm going to have to write this down for next week's show and just do my best to get updates and see, you know, reach out to these guys and see how they're doing. It's a whole catalog plus Levi at St. Francis. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, the list just continues to grow year by year as we as we keep rolling with this show. Yes, it does, and it's a it's a credit to the kids. You know, they're doing it on the field and in the classroom. The key is the grades. That's what I tell them first. You know, the time they walk in here, you know, there's going to be ten of you. They're going to take the one with the best grades. That's what they that's what they have to do. It's an investment. So. They can't risk taking a kid that's the same if they got one kid getting A's and maybe a couple B's as opposed to some kid that gets a couple B's and C's. You know, they, they have it's an investment, it's a business. And um, they're looking for low risk, high reward, period. And um, it's a business. And that's the biggest difference I could tell as a high school player going to college and then with same deal with my players. Uh, you know, it's a business and you have to treat it like a business. You know, when you're in Vineland and it's your hometown and it's all feel good with your family, your friends, everybody knows your name. You go away some somewhere else, you're on your own. It's a business. So they have the business mentality and that's why they're being successful. And I know Jamil's still working back from injury, but uh I know he's uh he's very excited about his Rams and having Matthew Stafford under center out in Los Angeles. Uh, as he spent some time with him his rookie year too when he was in Detroit. But uh I know he's excited for this Rams season as well. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. He's gonna uh it's not with the Rams, he's gonna he'll land somewhere else. So coach, Friday night, Lanapee, what's the uh what's the final verdict, the final message to everybody to uh let them know, hey, we're we're coming to play and we're we're expecting to walk away with a win. Yeah, like I told him, you know, we've got some talent. But if we're making these mental mistakes, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. We have to correct those. We have to take an extra half second, take a deep breath and focus, and just do what's required. Nothing more, nothing less. Just do your job, you know, and and, and focus. I mean, everybody's tired. Everybody's banged up. Everybody's nicked up. You have to take a deep breath, focus, and do, and do your job. 
at the end of the day, we got to have all 11 guys on all sides of the ball just doing their job. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't be a hero. Just be smart. Be a smart football player and don't make mistakes. So Friday night, 7 o'clock, it's Vineland. It's Lenape uh, at Lenape. So if you're at the game, it's going to be an electric environment. And uh, myself and Rich Scarpa will be on the call for uh, VPS Broadcasting. Looking forward to uh, another week with Vineland Football. Make sure you guys are following us on social media as well to keep up to date with everything going on at Underground PHI and at Vineland FB. You can also uh, check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, and uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews to uh, let us know that you're listening to the Dan Russo Show each and every week here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Coach, it's always a pleasure and uh, looking forward to Friday night. Yeah, same here. Before we end, I just would like to uh, recognize Jim Cavaliero for all he does for the program. He he runs our Twitter and our our Facebook page, the Red and Gray Gridiron. And um, during the course of the game, he's right there with me, updating me with stats, preparing the, you know, preparing myself helping me out with um you know special teams he's always there with me he's been there since the beginning and um i just want people to know how what a great guy he is and how much he means to the program so appreciate you jimmy um thank you he's a big time player and uh he's our he's like our liaison to make sure everything's running smoothly with this show so definitely uh second that notion of uh how important jimmy is um but this has been our, our week two of 2021 episode of the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett. We'll see you guys on Friday night, and we'll catch you here next week. Just a kid from the neighborhood, where our kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I